The current podcast is sponsored by Highly Addictive. Highly Addictive is here for your music recording needs. If you need a space to record your vocals or instrumentals, contact Highly Addictive. Don't be shy to record your music. Become inspired by Highly Addictive. Contact them through their site at highlyaddictivellc.com or follow them on Instagram through Highly Addictive LLC. Hope you book them. The current podcast is sponsored by New Life Barber Lounge. New Life is not another barbershop. This is a place where you will find great energy and a friend and the New Life crew. This is a place all about the experience. They will take care of you and have you looking spectacular. Don't waste your time at any other place. Go right now and follow them on Instagram at New Life Barbers and get yourself looking spectacular. Welcome to the current podcast. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Sports Wave. This is your producer Byron alongside Mauricio. What's good? And our host Enzo and Manny. Hey, how's it going? What's up? What's up? What's it going, guys? It's going well, man. It's a good day, man. It's Monday. Gotta be ready. Yes, sir. How are you guys? You know, good, good, and then especially another good weekend of sports. Yeah, man, another Ooh, very interesting. Was it a good weekend for sports? It was an interesting week. Yeah, interesting. As a Laker fan, it's still drag. Split the split the, a, the and then as a UFC series fan, we had disappointed in the robbery, disappointed in a few things with Dana White. Man, I don't know, man. What y'all think it's a good weekend sports? So, yeah, yeah, it's a yeah great I think it's still a good weekend. Sports. And, then, and then I mean, There's football. A lot to talk about. Football was um exciting though. I ain't gonna front. There's a lot to talk yep, about. Yep, yep. I learned a little bit about betting today, so it'd be, it, I mean, maybe start betting and stuff. That'd be interesting. Hey, bro. Honestly, I think we've been sleeping on that um, yep. for sure. I mean, it's dope to learn it. I mean, it'd be dope to even have that that student. But anywho, yeah. Oh, yeah, so let's start off with the NFL, man. The Bengals uh, pulled off the... Upset. Yeah, yeah, Mauricio, I thought it was the Bengals. The Bengals. Yep. The Bengals? Bengals. Emphasis, yeah. Like the, the the emphasis in the Bengals, the Bengals, yes, the Cincinnati Bengals, man, they beat the the number one seed Tennessee Titans, yep. and, they, and they got, got back got there and back, yeah, yep, they're out. Mauricio, they're you out. knocked them out. They're out. Oh. Yeah, and then uh, it's interesting that Joe Burrow. Is... Any Monday Night Football today? Nah, no, no. not today. Just last week. Yep, just yeah. last week. I mean, at this point, we're we're kind of. We're down to the last, what, four, four teams, teams now. So we have uh, the Bengals that, like I said, they beat the Titans in a, in a what was it, the last second too, right? That They got like a pick or something, if I'm not mistaken, Byron? Yeah, yeah, they got a pick. They got a pick off of um, Tannehill. And that was horrible. That was able to give them a, I think it was a field goal that they were to score yeah, at the end, right? They won by a field goal, correct. Yeah, they won by a field goal. So that puts them in position to now play the Kansas City Chiefs, who also had a thriller last night. Against, um, the, against Bills. the Bills, you tell us about that game, Byron. I know you were watching that one. Yeah, it was. Well, I was watching most of the second half because it was going like back and forth. I remember with like, I think it was like four seconds left or something. The Bills go up by like four. They go up by no, they were down by. Uh, I don't know. I remember, but the point is, they eventually scored a touchdown, and then they went for a two point conversion, so it could be so they could go up by three. Next drive. Um, the uh, Chiefs get a touch. Uh, they get a field. No, they get a touchdown. 
So now they go up by four, and then it was already less than a two-minute warning. Um, the Bills score a touchdown. So they go back by three with 13 seconds left, and Mahomes in, like, three plays gets them a field goal range for, like, a 40-yard kick. kick field, that uh, shit was field crazy. Goal. Comeback king? Is he the new comeback king Ooh, or something? Yeah, man, that was crazy. 13 seconds is really unheard of, Patrick bro. Mahomes is interesting with his little... Hey, but did you hear, too, that they didn't even go with the plan that the coaches gave him? No, I didn't even know that. In the post-interview, in the, post interview, uh, the guy he throws it to, he tells he tells them before the play, he's like, whatever they give us, I'm not going to do that. He's Mahomes like, said that? No, no, the guy running. Oh, the receiver? I forget his name. And then Patrick was like, it's fine, dude. Wherever you're at, I'm going to find you. So it, it, they didn't go with the coach's play. Also, They like, said that in the post. I was like, yeah, dude, that's crazy. That. Like, you just did it like that, you know? Sometimes you need that person on the field, though, to do those type it's, of moves. It's an it's a, it's a on-the-field audible. Yeah, yep. exactly. Because that guy's going to see, like, all right, where can I run? Where can I get open? Well, how do I get a space? And it's like, Patrick just got to find him. Is that good? And Patrick is that good, bro. Yeah, because yeah, you, you, have, you have what you call game managers which will follow the the coach's how, game plan. How do you guys feel about I, I know in the group chat you guys are talking a lot about the Bucks loss. Uh that's a very important one right there. Uh Brady I heard before this game was already talking about contemplating retirement. Really? So, yeah. yeah. And that's that's and that's a big thing right there of his mentality going into this game. But at the same time he's going in there I with think the he's a sore squad. Loser. And he's also going up against her against a defense. If he was contemplating that, and that's when Brady doesn't play well. It's because his all his cards weren't shuffled in his in his favor. So for somebody like him to just call like all all, retired, playing with second stringers. No, for sure. But like I said, he's done it before. And the comeback that he pulled off, bro, with the type of team that he had out there for me is pretty extraordinary. That's almost like like expected. What do you mean it's expected? No. Uh, well, I mean Tom because, Brady. Tom Brady is that person that he will. Yeah, he's he'll, a, he'll come he'll back. Come I mean, back. look at what he did with the well, against Atlanta. In the well, you guys remember? Yeah. Remember he and lost against the also, Seattle. You got to remember the post interview, right? The post interview. I didn't watch it. What he said? He he said that what he said in the like uh, halfway time, right? That he told the team, he's like, our goal is either to tie or to win. That's our goal, and he got to tying it. I mean, he just they could, just couldn't complete it, but he got to tying it. So it's like he he already had a game plan of where he wanted to go with it. I mean, for the majority of, of the game, everybody was just like, damn, like, oh, it's going to be an easy win for the Rams. But it's like the way he came back, and even with the Rams having that many, that many points ahead of him, like, what he did was incredible for that last quarter. Facts. And that's what makes me, like, look at him like, why are you contemplating retirement, bro? Well, he is 44. Forty-five, and I, and I think that oh, the, there you go. I think that also it's not it, just the fact that he's not like his body obviously shows that he could do it. I just think it's also they made mental. him they made him bleed yesterday. You, bro. you talk about you uh, talk about Enzo, um, um, you know, being, thing, having bro. a family and all that. That's I think he's also thinking about that. You know, how much time is he gonna get to really spend with his with his kids? kids. You know, they're they're gonna probably go into sports soon, and he wants to be there around for that type of stuff. And like, I think he's thinking about that type of thing too. You know, and. And a guy like Tom Brady, you know, you can be doing a lot of things and be making maybe more money. Um, but I think he's going to assess the season, as will Aaron Rodgers, after losing to the 49ers mm-hmm. on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a nasty loss, man. Yeah, that yeah. pick. <laughs> well, is it a pick or what is it, Byron, that last one where 
They were going for the field goal and it was uh, oh, oh no, 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 no. that's a deflection. It got blocked. The field they goal got blocked. Field goal. Uh, it was a punt block. That was a punt block. Yeah. Oh, the punt yeah. Block. They were bad. close. Yeah. They were close to the Packers end zone, so that was, that made it worse because they took it back to the touchdown. Yeah, exactly. That was so, the turning point of the game. Exactly. So they lost in the most horrible way, like a way that you would never expect them to start losing. Bro, but tell me why Aaron Rodgers didn't even throw a touchdown at all. Right. And that just shows that. I don't know that he don't want to but be there. But he like. also didn't want to be there from the very beginning. Mm. So it's like, did he just prove that he can have a really good season just to be somewhere else? Like, nah, I mean, this I don't is even a think it was a very good season. I think it was a subpar season for, for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he, he, he only nah, threw he four a, interceptions in the whole season. The season dude. Um, but in the sense of like, come on. He you, had an MVP you, caliber your, season. It was the number one seed too. In your, playoff, in your playoff, you throw no touchdowns, bro? But that's your playoffs. That should that, that should just tell them that. And then this whole season it was in limbo, even before he was like, he was like the Ben Simmons kind of of the NFL for a little bit until he showed up to fucking training camp, bro. Ben Simmons in the sense that he didn't want to play for them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just so it's like, and then he still had a great, you know, he had a decent season. But to me, for Aaron Rodgers, he, I've seen him have better seasons. All right. Here's the other thing. Would you like him to go to the Saints? Fuck yeah, I would. <laughs> All right, that's all. Well, this is almost here, something folks. I'm gonna say about the Packers. They've had um, multiple seasons where they're close to to going either all the way or going to the NFC Championship, and they just fall short. It's happened to them against the 49ers in the past. Happened against them against the Seahawks, against the Bucks last year. Um, so it's not the first time that Aaron or his team in general just doesn't show up, uh, especially in the playoffs. Um, and just as a paid Manny fan, I, I know how that feels like because you'll have great seasons, throw fifty five touchdowns in a season, and then you know not be able to do it in the in the in the postseason. Byron, but um, tell us about that Bills game and the Forty ers man. So what happens? The Bills and the Forty ers They didn't play, bro. Which one's the one the Forty ers faced? We were just talking about it. The, the Packers. Yeah, Packers and the Forty ers Damn, bro, you're being like Enzo uh, right now, bro. Yeah, I just had a bro. brain fart. Wee wee. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> No, nah, um, but wasn't there another game? Because it was four games. We're we we talked about them all, basically. The Chiefs, the Bills, the Rams, uh, beating the Bucks. Um, but the Rams have now the opportunity to play uh, the, the 49ers and to finally beat yeah. them after round three. I, I, I doubt it. Um, we'll see, man. This is, this, so? is where, this is where it counts. Um, you guys we're think back so? I in mean, SoFi Stadium. 40, 49ers locked them down, bro. It's, it's anything, is, anything is possible at this yeah. point. I just think that it's it's set up right now for the um, for the Rams to go to Super Bowl because after that they'll be back in LA again to play in, in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So it, it's it's set up for them to 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 win this and to so go for it. It's rigged, but not exactly. It's just <laughs> Could be. Will, will they will they meet will they meet their fate? Could I mean, be. We I mean, see the way that game. the Raiders got taken out by um, the refs. It, it, uh-huh. it also adds to the storyline uh-huh. the fact that they're facing a team that they haven't been able to beat in the last three years since Sean McVay took over the team. Um, so, you know, and, and we're also talking about, um, a quarterback in, in Matthew Stafford that w- would you guys call him more of a, a game manager or would, or you think he's capable game, of doing something game like game manager huh? game? Yeah. Game game manager, someone or someone that can, is capable of doing it. Like we were just game. talking about Patrick game, 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 game yeah. manager, right. game, game, okay. ma. yeah, ma. yeah, ma, 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 not game manager. Exactly. That's, <laughs> how, that's, that's, how you're that's saying, what it sounds bro. like, bro. Game okay. manager. Game manager. I know you're Salvadorian, so slow it down, Papa. All right, so game manager, <laughs> or he's capable of doing what Patrick Mahomes is capable of doing. What of doing it. Yeah, I think it's because of the comedian yeah. stand-up he saw before. He's being slow. <laughs> my brother's using a little satire for people. 
man. But back to the game manager. Yeah, I mean, he's only been able to have a couple games this season where, where he's, he's able to really games. show what, what he can do, but... I think they're gonna have to really but defend, had, depend he on the defense ex- here. He had, I mean, from what I heard, he had a phenomenal game yesterday. So that he actually played better than when he played in the regular season. Yeah, I, I just think it's gonna come down to uh, what defense is gonna really be better and not la- allowing mistakes because um, you know the Rams have been known to give up points even though they have a really good defense. Yeah, um, and then the Forty ers just have their numbers so. It's going to be interesting. And then with the Chiefs and the Bengals next week as well for the AFC Championship, I mean, it's also kind of set up for the for the Chiefs to be there. So I predict the Rams and the Chiefs to be in the Super Bowl. Hmm. Yeah, I heard like tickets up on top. Like 2K, bro. Yeah. For this Sunday. So, wild. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, the funny part is that it's a lot of Niners fans that are going to buy those tickets. Did, did you, no, but um, did you hear that the they're base, blocking, the block, they're blocking the Rams them, bro. Fans. They're blocking the Rams fans from the Bay Area to buy the tickets. Bro, that don't mean shit, dog. There's people that are, that are they already have the tickets no, as no, I'm Rams tripping. fans. It's a Rams game and they're at the Rams, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah blocking the Rams the, are the, blocking the 49ers that fans isn't, that isn't doing in anything. the Bay Area from not buying tickets. So Maybe maybe directly from, from where the Rams sell it. But third party and and all that stuff, they're, they Rams fans are gonna still take over that stadium at some point. Yeah, I feel like that same thing because because I was listening to his exact thing. Longest, well, I was listening to his exact thing on the radio too, and mm-hmm. there was there was a season ticket holder calling and saying, I- "I'm gonna be able to pay my tickets for next season with this ticket I'm selling to a Niners fan." So that they're taking over. Mm. It's gonna be painted red inside. That's so far, crazy. Stadium. A Rams fan selling his tickets. Damn. Season ticket to a Niners fan. No, I mean, but think about it. He's gonna be able to. Yeah, yeah, but the money that he just gets to invest in next year. But then that that's crazy though. That's crazy. Yeah, so that's that's gonna be, gonna be the NFL for us. Oh, and by the way, did you guys or you sent it? You guys saw the hilarious tweet by Antonio Brown? Yeah. No, no yeah, he, the, he well he he, he took a picture. Mocking them. Yeah, they took he took a picture that was circulating Twitter, and then he reposted it with his own comment. Uh, where it's just like the Bucks got eliminated, and it's that when he was walking out shirtless, but supposedly him holding a sign saying that it's like a little meme that was going out there. <laughs> that one right there. Uh, yeah, that. See, so like someone made that, and he, and he just reposted, reposted it. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <hilarious. laughs> <laughs> it's like Bucks eliminated. Yeah. Yeah. So you know that's the the. Chronicles of um of Sir Antonio Brown. But on that same night that we got to see the Niners take over Lambeau Stadium and, and um probably exit Aaron Rodgers out of the stadium for his last time. Um we had also had UFC two seventy, the first pay per view of the year. Yes, sir. Uh, sir. What was your reaction, guys? It was terrible. <laughs> for one, because it won't fight. It's rigged. It's rigged though. Uh, I mean, it was entertaining. Let's honestly. talk about the, the Ecuadorian, though. It was entertaining. It's, mm. Yeah, that, that's... Man, um, Morales? Yeah, Morales. Morales. Yeah. What's his first name? Uh, Miles. Miles, Miles yeah. Right? Miles was, Morales, yeah. 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 Miles Morales. He, he coming yeah. from Ecuador out of uh, Mexico. Yep. Uh, he was and dope. And we liked him because of the song he played as well. Is it, what song did he play? 
He played Jugador oh. Franquicia by yes, Mike Towers. Right, right. Mike Towers. Yeah, that was the song he came out to. His name is Michael Morales. And then automatically, me and Enzo just looked at each other. We're like, hey! Because that's a good album. Um, but yeah, no, he he not he TKO'd him in the first round, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, sir. Um, it was very entertaining because it looked like he might have lost it. He was way too nervous. And there is a punch that his opponent throws at him um, where he kind of, you know, loses his balance and he could have lost the fight. But he's able, he was able to stay in there, man. And, you know, I'm happy for him that he stayed in there and he was able to win it. You know, so we were able to show that support to a Hispanic brother. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that was one. And, and he, this is a welterweight fight, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, and a lot of these guys too, they were having their the throughout the card, not just these guys are tongue specifically, but a lot throughout the uh, uh, card were having their debuts. So yeah. these are like I heard about ten fighters that debuted. Um, yeah, that was his first fight in the UFC. Yeah. Uh, and then you had uh, Saeed uh, Nurmagomedov. Nur- yeah. No affiliation. No to affiliation. Khabib. Uh, they just both out of Russia <laughs> and have the last name. Because <laughs> I thought the same thing, dude. You know how Uncle Ruckus? My name is Ray, Ray <laughs> Uncle Ruckus. No affiliation. No affiliation. I literally um, was thinking the same thing. But That's honestly, hilarious. I mean, no affiliation, but the affiliation is that he's from Russia. He is from Dakistan. Yeah, he, he has the same last name. He's from Dakistan or yeah. Russia? And his finish rate is high. He submitted this guy in the first round um, pretty quickly to... Um, his submission or su- or finish rate? His submission. Well, finish rate, just in general, yeah, finishing in your the opponent. first minute, bro. Oh, it's because I grew up in Mortal Kombat. Finishing means to kill him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that See, was, bro, that you was know, Byron's you know, cue well, right there. Whee, you. Whee. Uh, so, yeah, Saeed <laughs> Nurmagomedov <laughs> in the bantamweight division. Uh, 135. He says he wants finish to either fight... Him, uh, what's his name? Chido Vera or... Too late, but I don't. What's his name? Way too late, bro. Sean O'Malley. Terrible. Interesting. Who do you guys? Who do you guys think? Do you think uh, the UFC think will throw? Will throw Sh- Sean O'Malley? At nah. who? Nah, I don't think so. Said. They're, they're throwing him all these no-name fighters. I, oh, I think they nah, would do it. Bro, nah, nah, that bro. would ruin the. It's not yet. The hype train. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, it would ruin. Said, it. Said is a different caliber fighter. Bro. Yeah, bro. I think they would give him Chito Vera though. I mean, and they gotta run it back. Yeah, yeah Sean O'Malley and Cheeto need to wear the No, no, no. Sure. I'm saying this guy Saeed. This guy Saeed would would actually. I think they would give him Cheeto Vera to fight. All right, and then I don't the think Cheeto Vera would take that fight. And the next one we had uh, Mikhail Pereira Miguel versus Andre Fialo. Uh, Fialo. That was an entertaining and fight. That was entertaining, dude. That guy was doing a lot of cartwheels and bouncing around. I was surprised where he did a. Like a backflip or a cartwheel and it lands on... Like, he ends up kicking the guy in the head. And I was like, whoa. I was like, I've never seen that in the UFC. He just does that like every fight he has. He does something like that. Yeah. He was, he was trying to, you know, do the Superman punches, do the the knees, anything. Anything. He was just throwing everything, whatever the could jumping land on knees, there. Not just throwing knees, the jumping yeah. knees, bro. Like, Yeah, he was wasting a lot of energy, yeah. which was crazy. To see, like, I was like, whoa. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, but so Enzo, th- tell us about this co-main. Like, you know, since you already said it was it a rob- robbery. Like, you, like, you watch it again? Have you watched it yesterday? Yeah, all right. What do you think about it? It's robbery, bro. All I saw was uh, 
conservative as fuck for Guerrero. Um, that was kicking the whole fight. Um, but I didn't. And then he got those. He got that drop right. They Two dropped drops. those. Yeah. But the could first, you, you, but the you, second, the, the first drop the was like a. The first drop to me was more of a stun that Brandon caught because he he tumbled out of it. It wasn't like the first one that he literally dropped him. It was almost like lights out. The second was like you know, but the second one you the, saw it in his face more, Brandon. Right, but because he dropped, but then mm-hmm. the, the second the then to re look to rewatch and see Figueroa get stunned every time and he freezes every time he got stunned, bro. You could see it in his face that he didn't like it, and then he would stop completely, and it was like, and then. I'm trying to hear the the like the benches the and you can't I can't really I don't know Portuguese so I can't really hear what they were telling him but you you just hear that there's a lot of like they're coaching they're, no yeah, there's a lot, a lot of coaching of going on on oh, his so, end yeah. and and then I can hear the Spanish side telling you know Brandon because I was like really like trying to pay attention because I was like bro this didn't happen yesterday I was just pissed that he lost that way because they said it was unanimous too. Yeah, yeah so, that's the part I didn't agree. Really so agree. like, yeah, now we all agreed that it should have been either split a, decision, a, a draw, basically. Or, or, or Manny, do you have any any thoughts that was to as to the fight at all? What do you mean? Like, just your thoughts on the fight at all? Oh no, for sure. Like, I thought it should have been a draw. I, I didn't like there wasn't enough from both sides to like definitely give it to one person more than the other. I feel like, but I don't. I, I give. But I, the, I, I but disagree at, with you on that. But and at I would the same, give, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't think that Figueroa deserves the win. I give. I give. Um, Brandon Moreno. To me, what's what's more like what what shows that you're a mixed martial artist is how many you know arts you use. Right. Yeah. No. The I, fact I, that yeah. this dude took him down more times to me was a, was a slight edge to get the victory for Brandon. That's why to me it was like, how did you guys? Yeah. Give it but like, all right. If 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 you remember the second fight, in the second fight, you know, yeah, he took him to the ground, but he also did everything necessary to dominate it. Uh, in this one, he did take him to the ground, but there was nothing necessarily where he dominated and showed like, I I got this, you know. That's what I mean, I'm saying. Bro, it was, yeah, look, that's first why of all, it was very he close. Took all, he took him down. Like he slammed him too in this one. Like he, he still did whatever. I mean, and even the time when he was in trouble, he got out of it in a dominating. Fa- like the way they, it was like I told you guys, it was like dueling. It was like seeing two fucking, um, two like Rams. two senseis just go mm. at it. Like or, or like it's like seeing Piccolo and Goku go at it in their first match, and, and they were I, just like, oh shit, like surprised with each other type so, shit. So my my analysis from this Piccolo was like, would have Goku. to be that <laughs> that. From the refs, pers- not the refs, but the the judges' perspective, they're scoring this based off of uh, boxing. Boxing. Yeah. So first of so all, so the drops matter. The more. drops matter more in their eyes, um, sadly. And I think also it being in California, it affects things a lot too, uh, because I've seen kind of dumb decisions happen in California before. And I'm gonna just give the 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 best line that Dana White has ever said is, "Don't leave it up to the refs." And I think that. When it comes to Figueredo, um, all that Portuguese you were hearing, Enzo, was his corner telling him no, to yeah, slow I mean, down. You can't hear nothing. That's what I'm saying. So much you just hearing. No, but I, he, I can. I can only depict the Spanish. So I don't if, know if you because I I was listening to a lot of the post conference and, and and a lot of interviews today throughout the day and throughout yesterday. Right, me too. And they were and saying them. Um, everybody was telling him not to go toe to toe, and that's the not thing. even that. Just to slow down told, when, they, whenever he was. Well, uh, there was exchanges. Was trying to go over it. What I saw is that Henry Cejudo said that we told him not to. Um, go in the middle of the ring and have those exchanges like in the first round because 
And then it's funny because when I rewatched the fight, this fool had stunned him every time he would touch him. And Figueroa didn't like Brandon's power because it's, it's stunning too. It's like he got power behind him. He's just not as cut Buff, as this yeah. fool. But it's just crazy because... It was a unanimous decision, man. I don't know, man. I, think, I don't know what kind of smoke. I think it's, it's yeah, the but fact it's gonna that... Get, it's got to get run back. I, think I don't, the think, fact that it I don't think it was California, bro. Yeah. To me, that was not California. To me, that's the UFC trying to sell another fight. Nah. They got to run it back. Because I think... Nah, who is this in that division? Who is this in that division? Yeah, bro. Send me, show me day, that division. At the end of the day, bro, they, they made a star in Brandon Moreno. So I think it did not benefit them... No, nah, I don't. I wouldn't only necessarily title. say just Brandon now because now that they gave Davis in the, frig, the Figueroa. Bro, the, you make this point all the time that that people that don't speak a UFC can't be able to make a a a, a character. I have, but when it's but a Brazilian, Brazilian it's a difference. It's a it's a different thing. Nah. A Brazilian, you, you're make you made that same case for Charles, bro. What do you mean? That he needs a translator. He does, but it's still Every, so that's that's my point, bro. Though. But they've the always they always end up was, getting was to the top Moreno. because of their first talent, Mexican bro. Mexican champion. Fenmec, yes, I understand that, champion. but I'm saying. So I, I don't food, think it's the UFC. How big really. is? I think I really think it comes down to and, and honestly, again. Okay, so then I, why I would the why would Wider Figueroa say we'll fight in Mexico? I hit the fact that we didn't because get he already has it in his ear. Like if he bro, lo- if you win, you're like gonna get a wreck again. At the end yeah. of the day, I don't think that Brandon won either. I think this was a draw. So either way, they're gonna run it. I, just, they, I think they have to run it back one. regardless. They gotta do a fourth um, one. And my what I'm upset about is that we didn't get to hear from Dana White, <laughs> and that leads us into our next fight, the main event: Francis versus um, Sirugan. Yeah. Sirugan. So we, when we saw Francis walking, we saw him walking with um, with the knee pads, and we saw we heard the commentator saying how you know that they, they had been hearing about knee issues and this, this and that. And this I heard that. today, and I found out today that he had, or I think the night of the fight, he had a completely torn MCL and a uh, damaged ACL in his right knee, if I'm not mistaken. And they they padded up both of them just so that they don't give it off which one's the real injured one. And um, that was explaining his his uh, his lack of movement. Um, his explosiveness wasn't wasn't there as much, and Sirugan was just kind of doing what he's doing in, in most of his fights, just trying to pick off his opponent. And um, at some point, when uh, Francis went down two rounds, he knew that he had to do something different. And just the fact that we got to see him pick Ground up game. and 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 slam him the way he did, it scared Sirugan. Oh, for sure, because he had never felt that. For sure, and, and, and he got slammed hard, especially that first one, that first takedown. Yeah, because he caught that kick. Slam. Hmm. Yeah. He caught that kick, and it was it was pretty it was pretty um impressive to see Francis do this. And um, ever since he moved to this gym in in uh Vegas, which is uh Couture Randy Couture's gym, Couture Extreme, I think as they call it, um, it's just been a different approach for him. And it, and that's one thing that I heard his coach talking about today that he'll put him in situ he'll put all of his fighters in situations where they start where they're getting ground and pounded and they have to get out of it. In training and stuff like that, and and while they're wrestling, they'll take breaks where they have to just start striking on uh, against a a heavy bag or something like that, so their cardio is up. So that's why I think we also saw his his stamina didn't go all the way down after a couple of rounds. I mean, um, he's a I mean, I don't I don't see his stamina going down, but he's a he's a hefty dude to where it's just look at all that muscle. So it's a lot of oxygen that he has to you know yeah, take and in and take thing. out to to so it looked like he was tired bro but i feel like he's he's for sure in shape to carry that weight around 
Yeah, I mean, bro, but at first, at first, everybody was, thought him that going taking him to the ground was gonna affect his 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 strength, but it didn't, bro. No, because um, one bro, thing that's is the fact that he couldn't he, even bend his he, knee, bro. The fact that he he was trying to like mess up his leg and he couldn't and even he's bend just it. sitting there and he's looking at him like, "What like, are you doing?" Right, he can't bend it. Like, yeah, bro, that was just he was trying too to pull wild, it. He was bro. trying to so get the that's ankle. That's actually that's actually something that his um his trainer talked about today is that he uh, Francis told his trainer. I know that if they get me in that position, they're going to try to go for a leg lock. And he's like, why do you say that? And he was like, because when I used to be at that gym, one of the trainers there said that that Francis' legs were perfect to leg lock. Um, and so it's funny that we see Sirogan try that exact same move. And what did, what did Francis do? He just looks at him the whole time. And and he says that whenever someone would try to do that to me in that gym, I would literally just sit there and because they weren't able to move it. They weren't able to do anything with it. So it's mm-hmm. interesting how like, in certain way, in certain aspects, they they already knew Sirogan's what, what he was gonna try and all that stuff. The one thing that I'm surprised is that he didn't really throw leg kicks like to see which knee was the one that was messed up. Like you didn't you didn't really see to that. Try in the to fight. figure it out. Yeah, yeah to try I mean, to figure it out. He was just kicking though because he was kicking a lot. Yeah, but not like aiming at them knees, you know, like to like. I feel like, and I, and I honestly feel like he didn't do that because they're homies. Like I told you guys, uh, the UFC was trying to sell a fight. And trying to create that whole, hey, walk with him through the hallway and make that shit that WWE, you know what I'm saying? Where they have two dudes look at each other awkwardly type shit. But it's all mad respect and love from these two guys. Yeah. Like, even the the type of guy that Francis Ngannou is, he's a, he's a lovable beast. You know what I'm saying? He's not like a Mike Tyson where he's like, I'm going to rip your head off, motherfucker. All right, but let's throw something else into the mix. John Jones said, this is the apex for the heavyweight, he's like, I can't wait to get in there. And the way that Francis is fighting, I can see John Jones having a, a dope fight like they did that he just had with, with Surigon, for real. Yeah. But the the it's just the nuclear weapon is still involved. Yeah, I want to take in the first round. It's still involved in the first round. Yeah. Yeah. How I see it. I want to take us some interesting facts. No, don't here. tell me. I don't Francis's coach wanted him to pull out of the fight due to his injury. Yeah, I know. Um, and about Francis that though, said he didn't want to And then after he, he counted him's coach down They went on with it uh, They saw a doctor in LA And that's when even the doctor was telling him to consider it Because could, he could have had a irreversible damage as they said UFC knew about the in- injury And um, the way that it was leaked Is that Francis says Or his coach says that the UFC PI has, is all glass As we saw when we went And that anybody could see you getting treatment or anything like that And that's most likely how the How word got out Um his knee braces had to get approved by a California commission, but and they didn't get approved until that the fight until fight night, and um and his coach told him to fight, to buy five different knee pads to so that they can look through them and uh they 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 approved the ones that he liked the most and um because they look just like compression knee pads, not yeah. they don't yeah. have nothing on them. Yeah, there's nothing. There's yeah. no metal. There's nothing else. And so he's most likely saying that they get, he's gonna get surgery for it. And um, interestingly enough, when he wins and all that stuff, Dana White is nowhere to be seen. He wasn't at the press conference. Um, and we're, this is in the middle of UFC having uh, contract negotiations and uh, disputes with with Francis. And it's it's interesting again that this fight was in California right, because on. California is the only one, the only did commission you, that will will release the fighter pay. And he got 600K for this fight. Yo, but did you hear how much he left on the table? With the Arahawani interview? No, what did he say? I, I haven't oh. finished that part. I, I've, I would listen to more his coach and I was listening he, to his. Well, he left 7 million on the table because he didn't renew his contract. 
The UFC was willing to give him a contract. He could have won three uh three million per fight, but he didn't take take that contract because he's he an wanted, effort, right? He wanted uh basically a clause that said that he could jump into boxing and back into the UFC. And the UFC doesn't agree with that because he's the champion. They don't want him going over to boxing. And they don't then, want a whole other Conor yeah, holding and then up leave the, the, tie, the division, leave the division vacant. Yeah, exactly. Because we, we got to go again back to the Israel fight. He's getting that contract so, because he's a champion. So it's not that the UFC doesn't want to pay him. It's that he doesn't want... He wants that clause. Well, he wants terms. I mean, and he has leverage, so why not, you know? He wants that, the, he wants the that clause is, to be the in the thing boxing is, world. The thing is... They but, gave it to Connor, but, but technically he left seven million on the table. Right, though. they gave it to Connor. That's and, been established. And and um, interesting. He wants he wants the same type of terms. He's like, why can't I? And to me, in the sense of being a heavyweight champion in the world, world, I think mm-hmm. he thinks that's like that's like the big badass motherfucker in the world. Like that should be really like the BMF, Especially the UFC heavyweight. Right, champion. that should be like the BMF too, like all in one, baddest motherfucker alive. That's facts. So. I feel Only like ain't taking out Francis Ongu. You know what I'm saying Connor not doing that either You know nobody, Neither is Mayweather nobody. And all, none of these motherfuckers So it's like The super fight That would be sick To see a super fight Between Tyson Fury And Francis Ngannou Tyson Just to, Fury takes him out bro I know he does But mm. Who, who In knows In the boxing world Who knows Just to bro. see the Who's UFC to Just to see the UFC Like Take hey, it great. there What's to say bro C- Connor did it, and Connor didn't do that bad. But hey, Connor won four fucking rounds, right? Bro. Against Mayweather, bro. I don't give a shit. Anybody says it was it was unorthodox as fuck, that, that, but it was still were, it was a representative of the UFC, and that was interesting to see, bro. These Mayweather dick riders that weren't on his dick a couple years before when they're beating all these other boxers up. Nah, bro. He Connor won four rounds. Look at that shit. Bam. Bam. Fuck. That was bad. Yeah, Francis. Francis did his thing this 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 uh this past Saturday here yep. in LA. Um, and he's, just, he's still here in LA. Actually, he's gonna see a doctor tomorrow. Um, but yeah, I mean, man, he's gotta get surgery for all that. Yep, it is very, very interesting. Yep. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's gonna NBA. be interesting. Um, Westbrook sent to the bench for the fourth quarter in what against the Pacers, right? And they lost that game, which is interesting enough. Um, what do you guys think about that? And what do you think about this? About supposedly it's, uh, it's either, Houston it's, being interested. It's either if they take John Wall and we it's either, give him a first round. It's either Frank benches him or Frank loses his job because they lose because he didn't bench him because you were he was like five for twenty or five for fifteen going into the fourth. Hadn't you know? Hadn't yeah. made shit. Was not helping the team in any way, shape, or form. And the the front office gave him the okay to bench him if he had to at this point because it's almost like if you don't bench him, bro, he's it's gonna, being an embarrassment. Not even that; it's gonna cost you your job as a coach. Yeah, that you you keep playing a player that's not producing for you. So, yeah, but at, at the same time, it's like they 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 haven't found a like he didn't have the authority to do that prior to that, you know. And now he has the authority to say, you know what, I'm not even gonna start him. You know, like, it, I mean, well, I mean, no, he hasn't done that yet. He just benched him for the fourth, four, final four minutes of the fourth quarter. That's a deal. Like, he hasn't benched him from starting now. That's a different. Once that happens, bro, the, the writing might be on the wall for maybe Westbrook getting getting traded. You know, that's how I, I would. I see think it. that he. I mean, if you, they shouldn't start the game with him, man. But that's just me. Coming off the bench is better for him. Yep. Yep. Um. 
we've never seen him play coming off the bench, so we have to let's yeah, we we'll have, have to wait and see. But what do you guys think about uh, Kuz also yeah, excelling he, in his team is right now? What Kuz excelling in his team? You know, having better stats. Um, I'm, I'm not surprised, motherfucker. I said he was gonna have a blow up. Yeah. That he was gonna blow up after he left the Lakers, because he, he's gonna he was gonna be more of a main man. Which most players usually blow up after yep. they leave the Lakers. I don't see blowing up. They just have decent years. Who's really blown up that left yeah, the Lakers? Yeah, you're right. I mean, just they playing. Just, they just, play, they just, I, I just put it this way: playing better than he was playing with the Lakers. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Shit, and that's that's. But, uh, but at the same time, we had a play that happened. Like last to week. me, the player. Hold that's, on. We had a play that happened last week, right? When he was playing uh, against the Nets. Tell us about that, bro. Where the coach decided to put his hand in there. Oh, what'd that's you feel, crazy. What'd you feel about that? I don't know, man. That that was very Because odd. Kuzma said it wasn't out on me. And the refs just look at him like he's crazy. Right. That was wild. And they called it on him. Right. That so, was... like, you know, what is the NBA? You know, what, what, do, you, what do you think happens now to, I, this, to I mean, this coach? I mean, or is there no repercussions I don't think there him? was any repercussion for that, bro. I, didn't, I, didn't, I tried to look it up. I didn't find, I didn't find nothing on that. So, they should have found that coach. Because, yeah, he does stop a play. He yeah, does You're interfering get a ball. in a basketball yeah, yeah, yeah. play. He interfered completely. He should get a technical, too. For sure. And a fine. Yeah, because... They should have thrown, thrown a flag to, to review that. Yeah, for real. I mean, <laughs> throw a flag. Hey, bros, that's what happens in the, in, the, in the NBA now. But, I mean, you can, yeah. But, um, I don't know, man. What's going to happen in the trade deadline? And then, also, uh, did you guys watch uh, Jimmy Maybe Butler yell at a, at, a, at a ref? Yeah, you got ejected. Get ejected off of that? Yeah, we we, we, was, we established that. I seen somebody else nowadays. do some wild shit that got them ejected. Oh, I think it was um. Larry. No, um, the dude from what's the rookie from the Pistons? From he, the Pistons, he, he had like a sick ass reverse dunk and yelled and then got ejected for that. Really? Yes, bro. Just for like having emotion. That's crazy, bro. It's just like the league is becoming such a soft... They're becoming, they're becoming like the U.S. government, bro. They want to censor you for everything, I swear. Can't no personality on the floor. Can't do nothing. Like, I don't know. But, all right. So, like, the Lakers have had a few guys, like, I'm going to say, Jordan Clarkson, somebody that's blown up when he left Jason. the Lakers. Huh? Uh-huh. Clarkson. Clarkson, because he, he was um, sixth man of the year last year. Um, Julius Randle was the most improved player at one point. Right, that's another guy that's blown up and, and really an filled into a. Oh, and he's an all star too. Damn, what about D'Angelo? I think D'Angelo also got most improved. What player about D'Angelo? There's another guy that's blown up that they're looking to trade back for him. I heard. Mm. Um, who else is another guy that's blown up after leaving the Lakers? Uh, oh, Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball also had a good, Caru- had a good season. Oh, Caruso. Don't, don't tell me about Caruso, man. Caruso? Grayson Allen finally got a one-game suspension for breaking his wrist on that oh, flagrant foul. That was kind of foul, bro. Like, you just cost this man this... Like, to me, he was like... Six the, to eight weeks. He was the glue guy for that team. Yeah, for the Bulls. For so sure. now, they got to figure it out, and, and Lonzo Ball got more on his plate, but... That was cold, bro. And to me, everybody's saying that they were comparing the, the Shug's fall with the Caruso fall. LeBron kind of shoved them too. From from Orlando, that guy that hit that that got hard oh, fouled by THT. Fuck. You can see LeBron kind of shoved his him. hand, but that guy's head does jump down, does bounce off the freaking court. Oh, 
And he knows he, he got a bad injury right there. All right. Uh, next. Football time. Oh, man, tell me about All right. Can you, like, zoom in, bro? I'm blind. Bro. Tell me about the 2024 player loan regulations. Damn, bro. This this, this guy. Uh, tell you what I'm talking about. Because um, this one on the list. Yes. Oh, tell us about more football, man. Vamos a ver ahorita. Bro, I'm asking you about the 2024 playing loan regulations. All right, so FIFA. <laughs> hey, bro, I'm just. I'm, yeah, for sure. It's been that type of day, guys. Thank you for being here. Uh, in 2024, uh, the clubs will be asked to only be loan. In 2024, the clubs will only be able to loan out six players, which is insane. Uh, because they loan out more than that. That means that big clubs now cannot hoard all the talent. You know, like now talent's going to have to be spread out with other smaller clubs. They can only loan out six players per season. So that's going to make big clubs go a little bit smaller. It's going to be interesting to see. We'll see how it changes everything. We'll see if there's even pushback from the clubs and if they decide... To say, you know what? No, we don't agree with this. But so far, that's in place. Real quick, do you li- do you like it? Or uh, like I mean, the idea it, it, it? Would, it, I like the idea of it because it would make things more competitive. Mm-hmm. It would definitely uh, make the soccer more interesting. If you know, smaller clubs can also have talent, and yeah. they could compete against bigger clubs. Um, so it would be an interesting thing to see. Uh, the other cool, thing cool. Uh, that we haven't talked about, but it's just a thought is how the World Cup might affect the regular season. Um, Since it is going to be in December, it's like, okay, will uh, the season be halted? Or how is is it they're going to take? Because they haven't even talked about it yet. Um, How is the World Cup going to happen? And then also the regular season that clubs are going through at that time. So that's another thing to think about and how they're going to do that. Uh, Man City is still leading in the Premier League. Uh, Man U this weekend finally got to fourth place um, and they were able to keep for fourth place. They had a very last minute goal um, and they were able to get a fourth place, but also Arsenal tied and then Tottenham lost, which allowed Man U to keep its fourth place. All they have to do is continue winning to maintain that fourth place. We'll see if they end the season, at least in the top four, um, but yeah, at least they're a little closer. Uh, Real Madrid. Um, they're doing okay, but they're only four points away. Um, and they're in second place is Sevilla. And this is the interesting thing too, is that Sevilla during this transfer window, uh, they just acquired a winger, a Mexican winger. And today they acquired on loan Marshall for Manchester United. Manchester, uh, Marshall hadn't been getting a lot of minutes at Manchester United, and now he's going to Sevilla. I think he's going to be very crucial for the team. And with those minutes, we might see something spectacular out of him. Uh, Inter Milan solidify themselves. They're leading now the race, and they're doing very well. Uh, we'll see what ends up happening and how they continue to grow. 
All right, that's it for everything today, well, you guys. Real quick, real quick, let me let me say well, one thing, bro, because this, right. this this to me was really clocking when I heard, found out about Robinho being convicted oh, of nine yeah. years in prison for 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 rape, and I found that right now it's in Italy, it's not even in Brazil, and um, it, this this ruling is it cannot it's, it cannot be challenged and it's definitive, so he can't appeal it or anything like that, and I think he already had gone through an appeal process from something else that I read, so it. it it's just crazy how this star that used to play for um, Mount Real Madrid, Manchester City, AC Milan, um, is now going through this at the age of 37. Um, uh, so it says that 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 this verdict is again, bro. It's just crazy to see that it. it's like it's just it's it's a rap and it's saying that he's a lot of um of his sponsors are cutting ties with him. Um, so what do you think about this, man? He's just hearing something like this from a, a former great player like him. Uh, I mean, definitely it sucks. It's not the first player, though, that's it's going through that. Uh, there's been a couple players, actually. It's just that they're not higher up in, like, famous. There's you know? another one named Ricardo Falcao. Yeah, there, there's quite a few of them who are going through cases like this. Um, oh. And you guys just... Bro, so more more details right here. Yeah. Um, He was playing for AC Milan at the time. He was, according to this article right here, says that they were part of a group who gang raped a 23-year-old Albanian girl in Damn. a Sayo Cafe nightclub. And he was really sentenced back in 2017 and he's now lost one of those, uh, an appeal to that. So, man, that's crazy. So, some more details there. Very wild. So, if it was a, if it was a, a group thing, a gang rape, so maybe those are more soccer players there. It, yeah. It's crazy, so... That's what we got to you guys today on The Current Sports Wave. Take us out, Byron. Good night, y'all. Peace. Thank you for listening to our episode. We appreciate your support. Remember to follow us on Instagram at The Current Pod, where you can share our episodes, review, interact with us, talk to us about what's going on. We appreciate your feedback and everything that you guys do for us and supporting us. Have a wonderful day.